Yeah, this is a beautiful picture of what I think heaven looks like. Right, that we have people from all different backgrounds coming and helping us lead and worship and being together. Like you didn't, everyone from here isn't just from Wasika area. We're coming together and we're sitting in this beautiful garden, right? Shade of the trees, the cool wind blowing through, and we're all here, and nobody's mad at each other, right? Get over it if you are, right? <laughs> We're getting along. It feels good to be a part of this. We can easily say, yeah, God is good and God, God is present here. It feels good. This is just what it is like in my brain of what heaven looks like. And we get a taste of it right here and right now. Just sit in it for a minute. Ah, it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels really good. It feels really good. I, I love that. I, this, this is exactly what real life church is actually all about. Connecting Jesus to real lives. That, that we see Jesus is so important that we want to connect him to our everyday lives in every way that we possibly can. And sometimes we just need to take a moment and sit in the shade in God's garden and recognize that God's presence is blowing right among us. That God is here with us and we get to turn off the noise for a little bit right to turn off the noise of the news and turn off the noise of our families and turn off the noise of our co-workers turn off the noise of anything that is that's harmful and hurts us and well it makes our heart heavy we get to turn that off just for a moment we get to experience this goodness and that's connecting jesus to real life like right here in this moment we get to do that uh, there's, a, there's a scripture at Real Life Church that is what we call a seed verse, a seed verse, like planting a seed in the ground. And we call it that because we take this verse of the Bible that's really important to us and we plant it in the midst of who we are. And out of that grows our vision, our values, and, and our mission of what we're all about, connecting Jesus to real lives. Um, if you have not opened up a, a Bible, whether you have your own Bible app or a, uh, uh, the church app with the notes right in it, uh, go ahead and do that now. You're going to want to have that with you. Or you could also just sit and listen. It's okay. You can do that as well. Or maybe as uh, our pianist, Karen Tretchler, likes to call, maybe you brought a real Bible. A real Bible. You maybe brought one of those here. Yeah, that's Karen. Thank you, Karen. Yeah, she appreciates that. Yeah, a real Bible. You may have bought something like that. But it's our seed verse. And in understanding this verse helps us to understand who we are to be and what direction we're going to go and how we can look at things like this in life here at Real Life Church. Now, it's one or two, really, verses in the Bible. But it's two verses in the Bible that actually summarize the whole story of the Bible. It's Two verses of the Bible that summarize the entire story of the Bible. Uh, this verse comes from a letter called Colossians. So if you're flipping through trying to find it, this is Colossians. You're going to be like flipping through to the right uh, towards the end of the Bible uh, or you're scrolling down through uh, Colossians and it's in the first chapter and it comes at the end of a poem. So it's Colossians chapter 1 verses 19 and 20. And there's been some stuff already led up to it, but it's a really nice, compact way of summarizing the whole story in the Bible. It also shows us why Jesus is so important to focus on. Okay, so here's what it is. Colossians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. God was pleased 
to have all the fullness of God, to live in Jesus, in, in Jesus Christ. And through Jesus, he is reconciling everything to himself. And God brought peace, made peace with everything on heaven and on earth by the means of Christ's blood on the cross. For those listening, let's just do that one more time, okay? God was pleased to have all of his fullness dwell in Jesus and to, through Jesus to reconcile everything to himself. And God made peace through everything in heaven and on earth with himself through the blood of Jesus on the cross. Okay? Now, you don't have to memorize that. I think it's good to memorize things. I'm going to be more important that you get the meaning of it. Okay? Memorization is good, meaning is even more important. I would say memorization is good because it helps you to sit with it, to recall it, so that you can get a deeper meaning of it. I also experience a lot of people in life that they live scripture and they don't even realize it. So they've got the meaning of scripture without memorizing it. So memorization is good, the meaning is greater. So let's unpack this a little bit and see if we can discover the meaning behind this. All the fullness of God. All the fullness of God. Wouldn't you love to experience, to understand all of who God is? Every bit of who God is. Wouldn't you love to be able to experience that, to see it, to touch it, to feel it, to understand it? Well, all of that, all of who God is, was pleased to live, to dwell in Jesus. Jesus, because he's this perfect partnership between all of who God is and all of humanity is, perfectly together, is a whole human being, right? Not lacking anything. Perfect partnership between God and human beings makes Jesus really important. Because if you want to experience all of who God is, you turn to the person of Jesus. Makes Jesus even greater than just a person, a person in history, a good teacher. Like there is something so unique about Jesus that we need to turn to Jesus to know all the fullness of who God is. And it's through Jesus, this perfect partnership between human beings and God, that he makes everything right. He's, he's working all things out in this reconciliation. I want to spend a little time on this word of re reconcile. Um, because sometimes maybe in your brain, you think reconcile, you might be reconciling your bank account with, you know, your, your, your app that you use to spend money or your checkbook. Anybody even use checkbooks anymore, right? But you, you think reconciling, like it, this is what the bank says, this is what I say, and I've got to reconcile them. I've got to make them match up. And, and actually, this word has something to do with that, but it has more to do with the relational reconciliation, that, that it brings a harmony to the relationship. It brings a harmony back into the relationship. Well, why would you need to bring harmony back into the relationship? Because the relationship is, well, it's out of harmony, right? One time um, we had a music team here and they uh, teased me because I can't tell the difference in keys. Apparently there's different keys when you uh, play music and I don't know what that is. But 
if you're going to be all in the same key, then you can be in harmony, right? You need to all be playing the same thing. So what they decided to do is the piano player was gonna play in one key and the guitar player is gonna pick a different key just to see if I can notice the difference. They said, what do you think? I said, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> I had no idea. They laughed at me. I had no idea it was even out of harmony. But I think in a lot of ways, that's us. We, we don't realize we're out of harmony in this relationship with God. We, we just kind of go through life and we think God is supposed to just kind of give us all the good things the way that we think they should be good. But we, reali- we don't realize that we've missed the mark. We're, in a, we're, we're playing in a different key than God is trying to call us into living. And that's what, that's what the need is for Jesus, is to bring us into the right key, to bring us into harmony with that. That's, that's the beginning story of the Bible, really, right? Everything is working together. There's people in a garden with God, and everything's going good, and then it gets out of harmony, doesn't it? There's, there's a story where it gets out of harmony, and that's, that's where the, this word sin enters into the storyline. And, and I say this word sin because I don't think we really grasp it. I think what we do with this word is we're like, oh, it's kind of a churchy thing, and it's the church's way to judge other people, right? Or church people to judge other people. And really, uh, what we can identify is sinful things. We don't really understand the depth of this word sin. So let's take something that's universal that everyone could see as a sinful thing, right? Murder. Someone just murders someone else. They kill someone else. We can all go like, that's wrong. It's wrong except for the person that committed the murder. That's where the sin gets deeper. In their eyes, in their minds, that was the right thing to do. That is the core root of sin. It's out of harmony of how to treat another person that's in the, created in the image of God, and that's out of harmony with the way God wants us to live. It's the sinful piece of it. And God calls us back into harmony, back into that relationship with him through Jesus. And did you pick up on the, the part where Jesus is the one who God brings peace to everything in heaven and earth? If you read the Bible uh, very long, you're going to see that they keep talking about God as the creator of heaven and earth, right? Of heaven and earth and heaven and earth and heaven and earth. And there's something with this heaven and earth thing. And God is bringing back into harmony everything in heaven and earth. He's creating peace, 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 what's that word mean, right? What's that word peace mean? To you, to you and to me, it probably just means, you know, the opposite of war, right? The opposite of like being at war, but you can not have war and still not have peace, right? right? Because there's this hostility that we can carry towards one another or we can carry towards God. There's this underlying hostility that's going on there. And this peace actually has to do not with just removing this hostility, but, but creating something in you, uh, uh, not just a state of mind, but a state of being where everything is back in harmony again. We would call that your well-being, right? God is interested in your well-being, your, your physical well-being, Right? Your spiritual well-being, your, your mental well-being, your emotional well-being. God, God is concerned about all of those things and bringing peace to it. Not just the removal of hostility, but that you could possess a well-being that no matter what you're going through, 
no matter the things that you see that make your heart heavy, no matter the things that you experience that cause you to feel like you're walking in a low valley, that you can have this peace that Jesus brings, this well-being. So what does this all mean if we tie it all together, right? Well, that, there's that last piece about Jesus' blood on the cross. Now, simply, we might think about how Jesus shed his blood on the cross and it's a sacrifice that he gives, but there's something specific that they talk about with his blood. The storyline of the Bible, this role of blood is important, isn't it? The role of blood, it, it, it's a way to get forgiveness of sins. It's a way to have a right relationship with God and with other people. It's a, it's a way to make a covenant, an agreement, a partnership. Seal it with this. It was that sign. And so when they reference this blood, which may seem kind of gross to us, it's talking about all of those things. That we get to enter into this partnership, this new agreement with God that will help us to participate in the wellness that he brings to ourselves and those around us because we are being made whole like Jesus, right? We're focused in on that. So we bring it all the way back around to all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and to live in Jesus. All the fullness was pleased. So God is pleased with this. He's pleased with it happening in this way. He's pleased, God is pleased to bring well-being to human beings. God is pleased to bring well-being to human beings. Just listen to that one more time. God is pleased to bring well-being to human beings. He's making people whole again. He's bringing them back into harmony with himself and with other people. That's the wholeness that the reconciliation and the peace is talking about. Now, that sounds pretty cool, right? You want to see what's even better? You're invited to be a part of that process. You're, in part, you're invited to be a part of that process. You have Jesus who is complete and whole, not lacking anything. This whole person that goes out to broken people to make them whole so that these whole people can go out to broken people to make them whole, that those people who are whole will go out to broken people and make them whole. Do you see how this works? You're invited not just to experience the wholeness, but to invite other people in to that wholeness that Jesus brings. That's why we want to connect Jesus to real life because if we are honest a moment like this sitting in a garden under the shade with the with the wind blowing great music right that we get to sing along with kids playing in the background getting along right that's just a glimpse that's just a moment that we can experience here now but this moment starts here now and lasts for all of God's life, all of eternity, and we get to do that. You're invited into being that. And when you say yes, right? When you say yes to saying, I want to be a whole person that can go to broken people to help make them whole, 
you get to experience that at a whole nother level right here now and into the future. And when that happens, when you say yes to that, does that mean that there's no war, no hostility, no darkness that you might experience? No, but you have a whole new perspective. You've got a whole new way of looking at life. That the, what, what things that you see out in your world that make your heart heavy do not overwhelm you and they don't overcome you. You can still stop and go like, yeah, but Jesus is bringing harmony to all this. He's still working all things out by taking broken people and making them whole. And, and when you personally experience these things that make it feel really dark and that you're walking through a low valley, you have a new perspective on things. That Jesus is still working all things out and that you get to praise God that he is going to work it all things out through Jesus who is a whole person going out to broken people to make them whole and you get to be a part of that when you say yes you get to be a part of this whole thing for all eternity and it starts right here and right now. And I'm going to invite the music team to come back up because they're going to lead us through a song that walks through that very thing. The very core of who we are, the very seed that we're planted that tells the story of the entire Bible. We get to sing and song and participate in and say yes to that all the fullness of God is pleased to dwell in Jesus. And as Jesus reconciles all things in heaven and earth and brings peace to those things that means that God is pleased to dwell in you and in me no matter what our circumstances are no matter the things that make our hearts heavy no matter the things that feel like a dark and low valley we walk through those and they're painful and they hurt and they're dark but that does not need to overwhelm us or overcome us we can stop and pause and say, you know what? Jesus, I know that you are working all things out to bring harmony to these broken people so that they can be made whole again. Pray with me. Lord Jesus Christ, we say yes to you. Yes to your, your kingdom and your purposes. Yes, that, that all the fullness of God is pleased to dwell in you and live in you. And we want to be a part of that harmony, that reconciliation, that peace, starting right here, right now. We ask that you would make us whole, that we could go out to broken people to help them to be made whole. It's a mystery, God, that you could use broken people to make broken people whole. But God, we say yes. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.